The Reynolds Aluminum Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Welcome to the Comic Web's old-time radio podcast. Each week we feature an episode from the golden years of radio. The Comic Web sells old-time radio programs, comic books, and more. Please check us out at comicweb.com. You'll get some of my brief commentary after the episode. This week we have the Fibber McGee and Molly show, New Year's Dance. The Reynolds Aluminum Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The Reynolds Metals Company, makers of Reynolds Aluminum, presents Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed with Bill Thompson, Arthur Q. Bryant, Dick Legrand, Gil Stratton Jr., and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto with music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. If houses could talk, yes, if houses could talk, they'd be asking many a homeowner to make a special resolution for this new year. They'd say, resolved, that never again shall rain or melted snow pour off my eaves and down my walls to freeze for people to slip on in winter, to make mud for kids to track in in summer. They'd say every home deserves good, tight, rust-proof gutters and downspouts. Yes, rust-proof because a rusted, leaking gutter can be worse than none at all. Now, of course, the answer is Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum gutters and downspouts. They cost much less than any other rust-proof material. They go up so easily without any soldering. And they look really handsome forever without painting. Make a resolution now to put up Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Gutters. See your local dealer or write to the Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. Year after year, a certain citizen of Wistful Vista has tried to wangle an invitation to the New Year's Eve dance at the country club with no luck. But today is different because look who's bursting through the front door now with a loud mouthful of happy talk as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. Hey, Molly, Molly, hey, Molly. Here I am, McGee. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. Everything's right. Kiddo, I'm carrying the biggest piece of news since Paul Revere left the livery stable. (laughs) We are going to the dance at the country club tonight. You're joshing. I'm not joshing. Not only that, my dear, we're going as old man McDonald, the president of the Third National Bank, and his wife's guests. Oh, McGee. Yes, sir. I've been dreaming of that country club dance for years. Well, this is it. Well, now, if this turns out to be a joke by the seven sisters of Maud Murphy, you'll regret it. <laughs> you just listen, kiddo. I'll tell you how it happened. I was driving back this morning from two holes of golf. Yeah? I lost my ball on the third. <laughs> and there stalled beside the road was old man McDonald's car. You know, that big black limousine that looks like it's on its way to a gangster funeral? <laughs> I know the one. Well, old man McDonald had his head in the hood, see? And he was littering the highway with dirty spark plugs and dirtier language. <laughs> well, I stopped and went over to him. Friendly, was he? Well, we exchanged greetings. I said, having trouble? He said, no, I stopped here for a picnic, you idiot. <laughs> this begins to have the ring of truth, McGee. Go on. <laughs> Finally, he yanked out the carburetor and threw it at a nearby gopher, and we got to talking. Well, what did he say? <laughs> 
He said he started for the country club on account of he was chairman of the dance committee and wanted to check the decorations. Now I see. You drove him to the club. Right. There and back. Oh, he was real grateful, kiddo. Softened up like a bar of soap in a Turkish bath. <laughs> and that's when he invited us to the dance, Yeah, huh? while we were out at the club. He even gave me one of his special Corona Balloonus cigars. You know, the kind he only hands out to personal friends about the size of a salami. <laughs> You never mind the Corona baloney now. We're really going to the country club. You huh? betcha. We're mixing with the e light tonight, baby. And you'll be the belle of the ball. That's what you'll be, the Bella. Oh. <laughs> oh, McGee, it's like a wonderful dream. Yeah, me too. For years we've tried to get invited to that dance. Yeah. So you don't think we'll be snubbed when we get there. Them snobs snub us? <laughs> You're the guy that old man McDonald gave a Corona balloon a cigar to his wife. <laughs> that means we're in, kiddo. This is it. The rest of them may be the upper crust, but old man McDonald is the caraway seed on the top of it. Why, with him behind us, Molly, we... Come in. Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Hello there, kids. Well, hello, Mr. Oldtimer. Hi, Oldtimer. What you doing for New Year's Eve, kids? Oh. Want to come out with me and throw rocks at the street lamps? <laughs> Not us. We're going to the dance at the country club, boy. Oh, too bad. I was counting on you. Yeah? I ain't had a real big New Year's Eve since I was with that old gang of mine. Oh, dear. Oh, I sure miss them kids, kids. Really? Gee, but I'd give the world to see that old gang of... Oh, my <laughs> God. Don't get carried away. <laughs> oh, what a great old gang. Yeah? There was Eddie and Jim and Teddy and Slim... It was Iggy and Mike and Piggy and Hortense Mandelbaum. <laughs> Hortense Mandelbaum? Why would she want to be in the gang? Just got tired of being a campfire girl. <laughs> ah, the fun we had on New Year's Eve. Yeah? The old gang had us a two-piece band, kids. Yeah? And every year we played for the dance at the Daughters of the Volunteer Firemen's Hall. <laughs> a two-piece band, huh? Must have been pretty sad music with just two instruments. Oh, we had plenty of instruments, Johnny. Oh? But we could only play two pieces. <laughs> yeah. Old Langstein and John Brown's body lies a moldering in the grave. <laughs> and you played those two all evening? Nope. We saved Old Langstein until midnight. <laughs> Marching on at different speeds. <laughs> well, I'm glad I wasn't there to hear that. Johnny, until you've heard John Brown's body played as a rumba, you just ain't lived. <laughs> it was cool, man. <laughs> Real George, eh? <laughs> delightful. One year we figured out a special stunt. Yeah? I dressed up as the New Year's baby with a bed sheet wrapped around my middle. Well, that's a novel idea. At midnight, the crowd stopped dancing. The boys struck up, should old acquaintance be forgot. I walked out on the stage, and the end of my sheet got caught in a xylophone. <laughs> and you kept walking? Yep, and my sheet kept unwinding. Yeah. I was one old acquaintance that crowd never forgot. <laughs> Oh, 
Billy Mills in the orchestra and Glowworm. about tonight, Miguel. Yeah, you said it, me too. The country club dance at last. Yeah. Ah, that's high society. Yeah. You stick with me, Tootsie, and I'll get you into society so high your nose will bleed. <laughs> my, my, I've just got a million things to do this afternoon. Yeah? I'll go to the beauty shop. And I'll go to the barber shop. Oh, I can't wait to spread the word around at the beauty shop. Yeah, and I'll spread the word around at the barber shop, too. And the Elks Club, and Kramer's Drugstore, and any place else I can trap an audience. <laughs> Boy, will I tell Doc Gamble. Oh, when I tell Mabel, too. Who's that? Oh, looks like the kid from Kramer's Drugstore. Come in. Hello, Ed. Come in. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hi, Mr. McGee. Oh, hi, Eddie. Oh, I can't stay but a minute. I was out delivering stuff for Mr. Kramer this morning, and I lost something somewhere, so I was kind of backtracking. Well, you didn't come here today, Ed. Well, I didn't think so, but mm. gosh, I stopped to see my new girl for a minute this morning, and I kind of got absent-minded. <laughs> Mr. Kramer was pretty sore when I came back without it. What, Ed? What'd you lose? His truck. <laughs> well, I left it someplace. My gosh, boy, you must have got absent-minded. <laughs> Sounds like quite a girl, Ed. Oh, Virginia's real dreamy, Mrs. McGee. Yeah? Yes, sir. We're going to the football game tomorrow. Wistful Vista College plays Slow Rapids Agricultural in the Rhubarb Bowl. <laughs> Well, that ought to be a titanic struggle. Well, Virginia's one of the cheerleaders. Twirls the baton, too. Oh. Sounds like a talented girl. Oh, sure is. Her girlfriends claim that she's got a swelled head, but she hasn't really. Oh. It's just a little lumpy from the baton falling on it. <laughs> oh, I wish you could come to the game tomorrow and watch her work. Well, we'll be out late tonight, Edward. The country club dance, oh, you know. Oh, you should see her go. Oh, she, she sort of throws her head back and her golden curls kind of stream out in the breeze... And she opens her little rosebud mouth and says, Break their backs! Break their necks! Turn them into total wrecks! Uh, gee. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds very glamorous, Ed. 
You think the team will win tomorrow? Well, we could, Mr. McGee. We haven't won a game this year so far. <laughs> My goodness, must be a pretty terrible team. No, we got some darn good players in there. There's a halfback named Crazy Legs Brown, who's a great runner, and yeah. an end named Crazy Hands Jones, who's a great pass catcher. Well, then how come they never win a game? Well, I think it's the fault of the quarterback, the way he calls the signal. Oh? His name is Crazy Head Smith. <laughs> well, I better get back to Virginia's. Uh, back to Kramer's. Goodbye now. Yeah, well, so long, Ed. <laughs> Isn't he cute, yeah. You know, when those youngsters fall in love, they really forget everything. Uh, Mr. McGee, excuse me. Yeah, Ed? What did I come by here for? Kramer's truck, remember? Oh, that's right. I lost it. Yeah. Thanks. Where were we when he came in? Well, we were talking about all the things I have to do this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Take your tux to have it clean. Yeah. Go to the beauty shop. Say, do you think I ought to wear a corsage tonight? Not with your figure, kiddo. <laughs> you don't have to strap yourself into one of them whalebone jackets. McGee, a corsage is a bunch of flowers. Oh, oh, corsage. Oh, sure, I'll get you some flowers. Yeah, not a little dinky bunch either. How'd you like a double chrysanthemum to stick in your hair? Or maybe a horseshoe of roses to hang around your neck. No, dearie, all I want is an orchid. Just one teeny orchid. Oh. Just one orchid. Okay, if you so. Hey, I'll call Bagley's Flower Shop and tell him to send one over right away. Hello, operator. Give me Bagley's Flower Shop. That's B-A-G. Is that you, Mert? Oh, <laughs> How's every little thing, Mert? There's a. What's that, Mert? Your brother went hunting. Oh, shot a wild lion down, eh? He was shooting wild lions in Africa? No, ducks at Dugan's Lake. <laughs> shot standing up for a while, and then he shot a wild lion down. <laughs> What's that, Mert? Yeah, well, I didn't do it right anyway. Okay. Line's busy. I'll call him later. We can stop by there. Yeah. You better get the car out and I'll put on my tape. Okay. Hello, Molly. Hi, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. I'd ask you to sit down, except for two things. One, you're already sitting down, and two, get up. We're getting ready to leave. We are going to the country club dance, uh, Mr. Wilcox. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I and Molly are going to be the guests tonight of old man and Mrs. McDonald. The banking family, you know. Oh, yeah. Say, that's a pretty fancy crowd, that country club set. Yeah, my friend Mac was telling me they're leaving next week for a vacation trip, Junior. Wanted me to come along, but he didn't say so. <laughs> His friend Mac, that's uh, Mr. Old Man McDonald. Well, say, I could tell him about a wonderful spot, pal. Yeah? One of the most beautiful winter vacation places of all. The island of Jamaica in the West Indies. Jamaica, huh? Well, come on, Molly, let's get it. The winter vacationer will find everything in Jamaica, kids. Golden beaches, palm trees, luxurious hotels. You can get a travel folder on Jamaica by just writing for it, pal. Oh, you can? Sure, sure, sure. All you do is write Jamaica on a postcard with your name and address and send it to Box 319, Radio City, New York 20, New York. That's Box 319, Radio City, New York, New York. You'll not only find a beautiful vacation spot, but... You'll find something else that's very important, too. What's that, Mr. Wilcox? Bauxite. You got indigestion, son? <laughs> Bauxite, pal, is the ore from which aluminum is made. Oh, and you're always sticking your ore in, Junior. <laughs> you see, you see, Jamaica has the world's largest deposits of bauxite. Yes, and Reynolds' Jamaica Mines Limited 
Reynolds Jamaica Mines Limited has pioneered in their development. Hmm, now he's sneaking the Reynolds boys in by way of Jamaica. <laughs> Come on, let's sneak out of here, Molly. We gotta get... The Reynolds Metals Company is building a huge new processing plant near Corpus Christi, Texas right now to take care of that Jamaica bauxite. Oh? They already have an aluminum plant there with a capacity of 160 million pounds a year. Well, I'm glad they're getting a new one. <laughs> Must have been awful cramped in that little old 160 million joint. Well, grab your hat, Molly. We got it. Uh, wait, wait a minute. At Arkadelphia, Arkansas, another new Reynolds aluminum plant will add 120 million pounds yearly. Hardly worth mentioning. Grab your touch. Yeah, in 1953, yeah. the Reynolds Metals Company will reach a total production capacity of 829 million pounds a year. Wow. Think of it. 829 million pounds of aluminum. Yeah. That ain't tin. <laughs> well, grab your coat, Molly. We got to get it. Well, back. well... That's Reynolds' New Year's report to the nation. Yeah. More aluminum, more vitally needed aluminum. Yeah. You want more figures? More statistics? No, 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 no. Just more silence. <laughs> That's oh. McGee's New Year's report to Wilcox. <laughs> more silence. More vitally needed silence. <laughs> uh, somewhere back there, you mentioned Jamaica, Mr. Wilcox. It sounds lovely, and if any of those country club people mention winter vacations, I'll see that McGee tells them where to go. Well, I hope he gets a chance before they... Tell him where to go. So long, kids. Well, I'll, uh, I'll back the car out, Molly. You put on your coat and let's get on down. Now, let's see. I left my evening slippers at the shoe shop. Your tux will be ready. Oh, there's Mrs. Bradley's limousine. Oh, yeah. Hello. Mrs. Bradley, see you at the country club dance tonight. Her car windows were closed. Yeah. <laughs> Going 40 miles an hour, too. What were you saying? I say your text will be ready when we start home. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. Well, season's greetings, my dear. Hiya, clodhead. <laughs> hello, Satchel Bottom. <laughs> I'd like to stop and gab with you, but I find it too dull. So long. Hey, hey, wait a minute. What's the hurry? <laughs> tell him, Molly. Tell him. Well, you'll be interested to know that we're going to the country club dance tonight, Doc. Oh? Well, congratulations. I didn't know you moved in those circles. Well, we will from now on, Beltbuster. <laughs> Must seem pretty impressive to a guy that the only circles he moves in are the ones his tummy makes as he waddles along on his little duck feet. Where'd you get the invitation, Molly? It was you they invited, of course. It was not. Oh? For your information, and boy, do I love to do this to you. Old man McDonald asked me. Good heavens, that twitch of his must be worse than I thought. Seemed all right yesterday, but I better now, go and see him. wait a minute. Quit crying, you big faker. Look how scared he is, Molly. <laughs> He's afraid I'll start taking my business to Dr. Goldenrod, you know, the society doctor. <laughs> but don't worry, little boy, don't worry. I'll still drop into your humble office now and then and let you give me a check. Oh, thank you. That's more than you've given me since 1939. <laughs> You'll probably see our pictures in the society news tomorrow, Fatso. That country club bunch is my type of people, you know. My heart bleeds for them. I like the type of people that know how to enjoy living. There's some very high livers in that crowd, boy. Yes, and some very low stomachs. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Bye, Wonderful Copenhagen and no two people. Copenhagen, Copenhagen, Copenhagen. Wonderful, 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 wonderful,
night, let us clink and drink one down. To wonderful, wonderful Copenhagen, saw the old queen of the sea. Once I sailed away, but I'm home today, singing Copenhagen, wonderful, wonderful Copenhagen for me. The most unusual couple in No two people have ever moon such a moon, such a June, such a June, spoon, such a spoon. I mean to say no two people have ever been so in tune as my macaroon and I. And when we kiss, and when we kiss, and when we kiss, and when we kiss, it's historical, hysterical, cataclysmic. Wow! No two people have ever been so in love, been so in love, been so in love as we. No wonder it's wonderful here. Dearie, I'm doing at the beauty shop. Yeah, I want to get that barber shop. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to tell Ollie about tonight. Hey, Ollie. Hi, boy. Well, hello, missus. You too, McGee. Hello, Ollie. Uh, we haven't got time to stop and talk, Ollie. We're, we're going to the country club dance. Well, I didn't holler at you, McGee. You was the fellow that hollered at me. <laughs> yeah, well, I... I was just stood in here sweeping off the Elks Club steps, and you hollered, hey, Ollie, hi, boy. And that's all, missus. That's right, Ollie. Yeah. And don't call me boy. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to tell you that I and Molly... Move the feet, McGee. I'm sleeping. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, anyhow, I and Molly are going to the country club dance tonight with my old friend, Old Man McDonald. Your old friend? Yeah. That's the Old Man McDonald that last week you left your umbrella in the chair and after he sat on it, he shares as you clear around the lobby trying to stab you with it? That old friend? <laughs> well, we were just playing. Maybe you were playing, but if I didn't trip McDonald with a pool cue, I'd be one of your pallbearers. No. <laughs> McGee. Huh? Oh. Well, if anybody's looking for me around here tonight, Ollie, you know, wimp or more toops or anybody, just tell them I and Molly are at the country club dance, will you? Give your wife my regards, Ollie, and Happy New Year to you both. Well, thank you, missus. And to you, I say Happy New Year, too. And to you, McGee, all I can say is move the cockeyed feet. Oh. <laughs> So, if you give me a good job of barbering, Frank, I'll throw all my friends at the country club's business your way. Hey, watch that razor, boy. I got tender ears. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Give me another hot towel first. I figure a guy ought to look his best for a country club dance. My wife's over at the beauty shop getting the works. Like I said to my old friend, old man McDonald, you call that a hot towel, Frank? Give me a hot one. Yes, sir. Mac, I said, if I was you, I'd take the $40 million and I'd have me invest it for you. Because I... Hot towel. Yeah! Oh. 
Now, just relax, Mrs. McGee, and I'll give you your facial. All right, go ahead. I'll pack the cream firmly into the skin, dear. When we get to the country club dance tonight with Mr. and Mrs. McDonald, uh, I want to look my best. Oh, you will, dear. Your skin is just a little dry, but... Well, I'm sure you'll fix it beautifully. You did such a wonderful job on my friend Mabel Toots. When she came in here last week, her face looked like a cheap alligator purse. Yes, I remember. But when you got through with her, it looked like fine, expensive leather. There you are, Mr. McGee. Shave, haircut, and a singe. Anything else? Yeah. Douse me with the most expensive smelling stuff you got in the shop, Frank. Yes, sir. Coming up. You about ready to go, McGee? It's half past six. Any minute, kiddo. Well, come on. Slap it on, Frank. Ah. Boy. That smells great. Hey, Molly, can you smell it? Oh, indeed I can, dearie. Yeah. Back up about three steps, will you? You smell it now? Yes, I can. Back up a little more. You still smell it? No, I can't smell it outside here. (laughs) Well, come on, douse me again, bud. I want them country clubbers to know I'm coming the minute I hit the driveway. Bow ties, anyhow. Collar keeps popping open and... Now, there. If I can keep that collar closed till I get my tie tied now. Well, I'm all ready to go, McGee. How do I look? What time is it and how are you doing? Well, beautiful, 8.30 and awful. <laughs> I can't get my bow tie tied. Here, let Mother do it. Hold your chin up. Mm. Now hold up the other one. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Men don't know how to tie tie. Well, I... There you are. <laughs> ah, you look so handsome. Oh, sure. What an evening this will be. That was certainly a lucky break this morning when Mr. McDonald's car broke down. Yeah, well, I'll get your coat. How does my dress look in the back, all right? Oh, it looks wonderful. Oh. You'll be the darling of the social set tonight. Oh? If you could have saw me walking around that country club this morning, <laughs> waving that Corona Valuna cigar and criticizing the decorations, you'd have been so proud. Ah, just when we're trying to leave. Come in. Hey, daughter. Hey, Johnny. Did you hear the news? A fire. A big fire. Fire. Where? I just come from watching a kid. Where? The country club. Burned to the ground. (laughs) The country club? Why, that can't burn down. We're going out. Oh, it was quite a sight, kids. Clean to the ground. Oh, this is awful. Do they know what caused it? The insurance people are working on it now, son. Yeah? Seems like somebody laid a Corona balloon of cigar down this morning and found a pile of decorations. Smoldered a while. Ah, this is just sickening. Burned clean to the ground. River and Molly return in a moment. To all of you, when you sing All Lang Syne tomorrow night, we hope you are surrounded by good friends, by old acquaintances who should not be forgot. That's the human side of living. But in material things, what you look for always is the new, the better way. And in your kitchen, in all your cooking and food keeping, that means Reynolds Wrap. The original and genuine, the pure aluminum foil. Make sure you start the new year right by stocking up on Reynolds Wrap at your grocer's. He has it in standard 25-foot rolls and in jumbo economy rolls, 75 feet. Ask for it by name, Reynolds Wrap. Made by the world's largest producers of aluminum foil, the Reynolds Metals Company. Ladies and gentlemen... 
We hope you have better luck with your New Year's Eve plans than Molly and I did. Yes, but whatever your plans for seeing the New Year in, please be careful. Whatever you do, drive carefully. Please drive carefully. Don't get hurt. It's not a very happy New Year when you look at it from a hospital bed. Good night, and Happy New Year. Good night, all. The Reynolds Metals Company, Pioneers of Progress, through aluminum, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Reynolds Aluminum also brings you Mr. Peepers, starring Wally Cox on NBC television Sunday nights. See your local paper for time and channel. And don't forget to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. Transcribed. Tonight, play two for the money with Herb Schreiner on NBC. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We are adding new old-time radio programs to the comic web for sale almost every week. Fibber McGee and Molly is one of the best-known radio programs. It first aired in 1935 and lasted until 1953. At one point, it was even more popular than the Jack Benny show. The show clearly evolved from vaudeville. It's just two people bantering back and forth. Fibber is the lovable, somewhat loser of the two. He always has dreams of being bigger, as in this episode he wants to be with the upper crust. But you never get a sense of his being mean or even particularly unhappy with his life. He would love for his schemes to work and for him to become rich and famous, but if it doesn't happen, oh well, he'll live with it. Molly plays the long-suffering wife to Fibber. She is more the straight person for Fibber to play off of, but she gets great lines too. Over the course of the nearly 20-year show, a number of side characters were introduced. As you heard here... They show up, exchange an anecdote or two, a joke, and then a goodbye. The most famous side character was, of course, Gildersleeve, played by Harold Perry, who created a spin-off show called The Great Gildersleeve, which is also a great program, and it just so happens to also be for sale at the Comic Web. And before we sign off till next week, here's the Comic Web Radio Secret Society code. 18-8-27-4-13. Just enter this code at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Comic Web Radio Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, and a certificate of membership. The code again is 18827413. As always, thanks for listening. Have a great New Year's, everyone. I'll be the one outside throwing rocks at streetlights. We have a lot of exciting plans in store for the Comic Web for 2007, so stay tuned. If you have any comments for us, please drop us an email at editor at comicweb.com. Thanks, and have a good week.